0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And
1: I'm also Jake. What's going on, Jake? Welcome back to another episode.
0: Yeah, welcome back. Um, How are you, Jake?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Jake?
0: Um, I'm also doing great.
1: But enough about us. Today on our episode of the Switch Podcast, we have a very special guest. We have former NFL veteran QB Jason Campbell on with us. What's going on, Jason? What's going
2: on, fellas? I got Jake and Jake here on the phone. Uh, you know, that's the first. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad to be on with you guys, how you doing? Yeah, we're doing
1: great, thanks for coming on with
0: us. Yeah, we um, really, uh, we really do appreciate it, so we're going to get into questions you. right now. So, we'll start off, like, what got
1: you into football
2: at a young age, Oh, uh, man, what got me into football was, uh, you know, I got an older brother who's six years older than I am, so, you know, I grew up watching him and his friends play ball and and it kind of drove me to, to want to participate as well. You know, I'm a competitor, so, you know, he used to push me around in the yard a little bit, playing football and basketball, and, uh, you know, took no mercy on me. So, you know, he kind of made me grow up fast. So, when I got about 13 years old, you know, my dad wanted me to, you know, get involved in sports and everything, so that's the first time I played tackle football, was 13. But we used to play yard football all the time. But, uh, you know, my dad saw that I had an arm and everything, he wanted to give me the opportunity to, you know, he thought I should continue to play quarterback, you know, even when I put the pads on. That's what I did and
0: he saw so where it happens, the rest of his history. So our next question is what made you become a quarterback? You said you played football a young age. What really got you into becoming a quarterback? Yeah, I used to always play quarterback in the yard. We playing uh like I said, we played like just, just
2: regular games in the yard before I started playing organized football and then uh, got an arm bro like you should play quarterback so like I said when I came 13 in 7th grade my dad was my 7th grade coach so I ended up playing quarterback there and uh, things went really well and from that standpoint on I was always a quarterback through high school and college and, and on to the pros so you know I knew very own that uh, you know I had a pretty good gift and uh, I was blessed with the talent so you know I just want to continue to just you know play that position. So, um, like, speaking on the topic when you were younger, like, were there any NFL players you looked to, especially, like, quarterbacks? Yeah, you know, I grew up in a small town, you know, in the, uh, Mississippi. Um, you know, everyone knows one of in there. Uh, you know, he was a quarterback that grew up, like, 15 minutes away from me. And, uh, you know, he came from a small high school. I came from a small high school. And there was Brett Favre who played, you know, in Mississippi as well. And uh, so, you know, I, I saw those two guys go before me. And when I saw those two guys, you know, make it out of small towns and know, onto the college and onto the pro range, you know, it gave me a lot of confidence that I could do it as well. So, you know, just just seeing how they, uh, just seeing how they, pro- you know, progressed as years went on, you know, it just let it me know, like, man, no matter what you, no matter how, how fast someone tell you, maybe you can't do something, or you know, like just believe in what you can do and believe in your abilities, and you know, it can take you a, a long way if You just can't give up.
0: So speaking of like quarterbacks that grew up near you in like the South, you also, you actually went to college at Auburn. So what really made you choose Auburn for college out of any college that like gave you offers? Were they like your top offer right away?
2: Uh, no, I had a lot of offers. Um, you know, I'm so saying like I say, I had a lot of offers at the time, and you know, kind of it basically came down between uh, Auburn, LSU, and Georgia. Uh, you know, those were my three finalists that I chose out of all the schools. And uh, the reason why I always wanted to play in the SEC. Um, you know, when I went to Auburn, it just felt like a family atmosphere. Uh, I went a couple of times, even when they lost a the game or when they won a the game. and You know, the fans were awesome, and um, and they was just all into it. And, you know, you always hear people say, like, oh, you know, family. But, you know, it really is a family atmosphere when you go to Auburn. Like, even to this day, like, you know, we still have a real connection. And everyone, I would say War Eagle to each other. It's kind of like a code word for family within one another. You know, uh, just kind of saying, like, what's up? We just say War Eagle.
1: So, kind of speaking on the topic of your time at Auburn in your senior year at Auburn, two thousand four, you were seventh in Heisman voting. So, like, what was it like knowing you were like a top college football player?
2: Uh, you know, it was it was it was a blessing. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of hard work and made me realize like how my freshman year at Auburn, like I was almost you know about to transfer, um, and then just but I decided to stay there and stick it out. You know, and I was logged into the program and. Uh, and it just goes to show you, man, like you can't ever just stop in something because something doesn't start off the way that you thought it should start off. You know, you need to continue to stay put and
0: just fight through things and understand that, you know, tough times build good character and builds
2: toughness. And, uh, you know, and by the time my senior year came around, you know, you have matured through a lot of different situations. And, you know, you end up being one of the top, like you say, seven college players in all of college. And, uh, you know, to be on the highest this and everything until – you know, play on a really good team, you know, it was exciting,
0: exciting, you know, for my family, for my friends, and, uh, you know, everyone around me, so, you know, that was, uh, you know, it was truly a blessing, you know, to be mentioned in the Heisman conversation and uh, have that opportunity. So, before going into your NFL career, were there any specific, like, receivers or tight ends that you like throwing to in college at Auburn?
2: Oh, man, you know, yeah, I had a lot of guys at Auburn I enjoyed throwing to, you know, I had uh, Courtney Taylor and Devin and Roma should do, and, being over my new and active in the midst, you know, Jairus McIntyre was another one. Tim Carter, who played with the Giants, was another one. Um, you know, I enjoyed throwing to those guys, you know, tight end was Cooper Wallace. And, uh, you know, and everyone kind of knows like the main target probably was Courtney uh, Taylor. You know, we really had a really good connection. Um, made some big plays in that LSU game. Uh, 2004, some big plays up in Tennessee. And uh, the SEC championship game. And then Sugar Bowl. So, you know, I enjoy throwing to all those guys. You know, they was they was really good receivers, and uh, you know, they always listen. You know, anytime I talk to them and everything, they always soaked it up like a sponge. And I think that what makes good receivers. That what makes good connection between quarterback and receivers.
0: So in 2005, you're drafted with like 25th overall pick by the Redskins, which are now in the Washington Football Team, which we'll go into later. But was it wasn't like getting drafted in the first yeah. round?
2: Uh, it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome, you know, to see your dream become, become reality. Um, when you look up and and you see how time has flown by, but then you are standing in your dream. You know, that is, that is amazing. Uh, you know, I can remember draft day like it was yesterday. You know, all my family and friends was around me. Uh, I wanted it that way because, you know, I wanted them to feel the excitement and everything that I was feeling, you know, and to have the same experience. And, uh, you know, for just thanking them for their support as well. And uh, to be drafted in the first round was a tremendous accomplishment. And uh, you go to Washington, D.C., like you said, you know, Washington, D.C. was his nation's capital. Uh, great football history. Uh, you know, they won three Super Bowls and, uh, and everything. And to be drafted by Joe Gibbs. You know, Joe Gibbs was a legendary coach. You know, a guy that's, uh, you know, he left football and it was on his way back into it. And uh, to be drafted by him and get a chance to be on his list for, uh, for three years before he uh, retired, you know, it was uh, it was pretty cool.
1: So, in your in your four years with the Redskins, you threw over um, ten thousand passing and You threw over fifty touchdowns. So, like, what was your mindset like going into each game with the Redskins?
2: Uh, I'd probably say just uh, you know, every time you went into a game, you always try to figure out like what could you what could we do to attack the defense weakness. And uh, you know, it's always going to be a brutal game. And I always came down to protecting the football, and uh, you know, and just. You know, don't try to go out and dictate the game. It's what I always learn by playing in the league. You know, kind of go out, let the game come to you. Don't go out trying to force things early, you know, and get yourself in a tough situation. But just, you know, kind of start the game off by being patient. And then once you get rolling into the game, you get a feel for it, then you know when to take your chances. So, you know, I played in a really, really tough division. You know, we had the Giants, the Cowboys. The Eagles and all three and all four of those teams back when I was there was all playoff teams year in and year out almost you know it was it was tough you know Giants won two Super Bowls and everything so uh, you know it was a very tough division at that time it was the toughest division in all of football and uh, it was a tremendous uh, honor to play against a lot of a lot of tough talent and everything and uh, but you know Washington. It's a tough place, you know, it's a tough place because, you know, just you know, a lot of things revolve indoors sometimes. You go do some things, but uh, I really enjoy my time there.
0: So fast forward to year two, you actually switched teams and you were, you were signed by the by the Oakland Raiders, now Vegas Raiders, and, at, and you played two years there. So what's that whole experience, like, switching organs to a different whole NFL team and, like, playing with Raiders? You
2: got know, you uh, switch teams, you know, uh, like I say, everyone in every – and you play in the NFL long enough, you're going to be traded, cut – or released at, at some point, and uh, you know, and for me, you know, I was traded after five years in Washington, you know, to the Oakland Raiders, and uh, you know, to me, it was a it was a good trade, it was a fresh start for me. Uh, but I did feel like you know I wanted to stay in Washington. I was doing really good, you know, regardless of what the team concept was going at the time, but we had so much changeover. But I feel like we got the right pieces in place, things to fall great for us. But, you know, fortunately I got traded and uh, I enjoyed my time in Oakland. Got to Oakland, you know, turned things around. My first year I was eight and four as a starter. And then the next year I started off four and two and, you know, on our way to five and two and I broke my collarbone. And uh, you know, and everything. But things was definitely on the up and up when I was in Oakland and uh, you know, we was looking to be a playoff team in two thousand eleven. And, uh, you know, we had a young nucleus, and I just enjoyed that whole Bay Area. You know, Raider fans are, like, die or fans. Like, if you've ever been around a Raider fan, you know exactly what I'm saying. Like, Raider Nation is just uh, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, what, a, what an opportunity, you know, to play for two historic franchises, you know, in the span of seven years at that time.
1: So, well, from 2012 to 2014, you played with three different NFL teams, the Bears, the Browns, and the Bengals. So, what was it like playing with so many um, new coaches and teammates each year?
2: Yeah, that was tough. You know, the only reason I did that was because I was trying to get back into a starting role. Uh, I felt like when I was in Oakland, I was in the prime of my career. I felt like I was doing really good, and I broke my collarbone, and then, you know, some teams were a little nervous at the time, so I ended up having to sign with Chicago as a backup. and. You know, I only got a chance to play in really. I played like three games that year. One of them, I ended up starting is the Niners and you know, I got beat up really bad. You know, got hit a lot, and um, and everything. So I didn't get a chance to get a lot of film out that year. So you know, and this year I tried to sign with Cleveland to get a chance and everything. But I ended up being a mentor to Wheaton for a while. And got a chance to start a few games, had some really good games. We just weren't able to close out on a lot of them, which was heartbreaking. heartbreaking But so you know, I ended up just you know going to the, that. Last year, I had one more year on my deal in Cleveland. They said I want to go another direction and uh, with new regime coming in. So I ended up signing with Cincinnati because Hugh Jackson was there, uh, somebody I was familiar with, familiar with the offense. I didn't feel like learning a new offense. And, uh, you know, I thought Andy Dalton was a good young quarterback, and, uh, you know, I can go there and help him out a little bit with that huge offense. And uh, so I chose to go there my last year. And, and I still had a couple opportunities to play a few more years after that. But I think I was just kind of tired, and you know, of relearning so much and, uh, and still kind of hurt and stir from, you know, what happened to me out in Oakland. But at the same time, I was ready to do some other things in life. I've been through 11 offenses in 14 years of my football from college and pro. So and I was just kind of burnt out.
0: So, as I asked you, like, do you have any receiver, famous, favorite receivers at Auburn? Do you have any favorite receivers, tight ends to throw to, or coaches out of the five teams you played for in your NFL career?
2: Oh, man. Uh, you know, Santana Moss was always cool to play with. You know, he's a shorter guy, but he's really fast. Um, you know, he uh, you know, love to throw the deep ball to him. I uh, enjoyed that aspect. Uh, I'd probably say, you know, Jacoby Ford was the same way, you know, when I played with Oakland. Uh, he was a short guy, but really fast and go get it. But, uh, you know, some of the bigger receivers was pretty was pretty good over the middle. Uh, Chris Cooley was a guy that I enjoyed throwing the ball, too. Um, you know, I got a chance to play with Brandon Marshall in Chicago. You know, this guy works really hard. Uh, you know, he was a, a force to be reckoned with each and every week. You know, he was, you know, sometimes a big dude out there, you know, catching the ball. And, you know, he definitely makes a huge difference. And, uh, you know, having that type of height and everything and, uh, for the most part, so when you think about those type of guys, and you know, out in the Oakland, you know, I had another good tight end, and uh, you know, Zach Miller, and uh, and everything, and you know, so you know, Lewis Murphy was a good guy to throw to. You know, I, I had a lot of receivers, you know, throw the ball to, um, you know, and everything. It's just that, you know, things just happen, you know. You, move around sometimes, but it was always, anytime you can play in the NFL, there's always good talent. Some guys just fall in better situations than others, but if you're in the NFL, you're a good talent.
0: So what are your thoughts about the NFL, like how it can resume for the season, which we hope will happen, and what are your thoughts, like the Redskins changing their whole name?
2: Yeah, with the NFL, uh, you know, I think they are going to try to have a season. Um, you know, of course, we got a couple college teams that opted out right now, uh, but I think the NFL is going to try to have one as much as possible. Uh, you know, this virus thing is very, very serious. Uh, you know, I lost my grandmother to it this year. Uh, I know some, uh, some people that's, that's have dealt with it as well. A couple of aunts. And, uh, so it's is tough, you know, it's tough, you know, everyone just trying to do what they can and try to be accountable, uh, to have a season. Of course, a lot of us would like to see football, you know, it's not a whole lot to watch and, you know, football, you know, kind of, you know, brings the community together a little bit. And, uh, so we'll see. You know, we'll stay hopeful about it. I already heard a couple of teams saying they're not going to have fans in the stands, and you know that's hard because fans are what make sports. You know, anytime you walk out of the tunnel, you hear the crowd going crazy and, and everything. That gets your adrenaline going. They make sports, and uh, to not have them in the stands is going to be different for those guys. And I, and I can understand that. You know, it's probably going to. It's you know, it's going to be mine it's going to be a little bit of mind games. You play within yourself to prepare yourself and to get ready for that. But when it comes to the Washington, uh, changing their name, you know, it's not shocking. Uh, It's kind of bittersweet. Um, Think about they've been talking about it for a few years and, you know, there's so much history behind the Redskins name. There's three Super Bowls. There's also, you know, just 87 years of just, you know, football in that town with that name. And then, of course, I was drafted under the Washington Redskins and played for them. So, you know, it's gonna be uh, different. You know, uh, one day when I have children, tell them his dad played for Washington Redskins. They probably be like, "Who?" I said, "Was the Washington Football Team." You know, we'll see until what name they ever come up with. But uh, you know, no one like to be copied as a, as a person or anything. But at the same time, you know, much respect to the Redskins
0: name, um, to the Redskins people. Um, but just like I said, you know, it's
2: just tough that, uh, you know, the name is going away and now they're looking for a different name. But, you no, know, it's just kind of bittersweet, you know. You understand both sides. So,
1: now we're
0: going to move into some, like, fun rapid fire questions kind of get to know you a little more about a person. So, Jake, you could hit him
2: with the first one. Um, okay. So, do you have, like, a favorite non-football athlete and sport to play? A non-football sports uh Favorite sports play,
0: you
2: said? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a basketball guy, man. You know, I'm a, I am love basketball. So, uh, you know, in high school, in ninth grade, I hit nine, three-pointers straight um, in a game. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I really enjoy playing basketball.
1: Do
2: you have a favorite NBA player? Uh, favorite NBA player, I would probably say, uh, well, overall was Michael Jordan. Then my second favorite was Kobe Bryant. Uh, I'd probably say right now. I kinda like uh man, I like Steph Curry, man. I like the way he uh runs off picks and everything, shoot the ball and him and Clay. I like I like the Splash Brothers along with uh, Devin Booker as well.
1: So, like what is your favorite thing to do outside of football, like a hobby or something
2: like that? Uh favorite thing to do is probably uh golf. I like to golf a little bit. Um, you know, I like to home renovate. Um, and uh you know, I just like to I just like to be around people. I enjoy doing radio, and I just enjoy socializing. I would probably say golf and uh, home renovations are my number two, uh, number one, and two.
0: Do you have, like a favorite sport movie to watch, or or anything really to watch?
2: Uh, sports movie, um, man, I enjoy sports movies. Uh, you know, growing up in my time, there was uh, Any Given Sunday. Jamie Foxx played in was a really good movie. Had uh, it had a special scene in that one when he was when the coach was talking to. And I was talking to to the players and everything, and, uh, and and I think I enjoyed that aspect of that movie because it taught you a lot about how individually you can break a team apart, but collectively you work together. How you can rise above all things. Um, I would also say, you know, remember the Titans was another good movie. You know, just uh, seeing how how the race was divided, but together on the football field, how it brought the community together was really good. So what is, like, your favorite food? Oh, uh, man, favorite food is salmon. Uh, you know, I'm, I love salmon, and I love seafood. Uh, seafood is my number one thing, number one go-to. Uh, I enjoy a good steak here and there, but uh, I'm a salmon guy, man. I'm a salmon, and uh, and through and through.
0: What's the first thing you want to do once, co- like once co- the coronavirus is all over and everything's back to normal?
2: <laughs> man, I need to take a trip. <laughs> I need to go to some islands or something. I need to... You know, go enjoy a beach or something, just to just, uh, get away, like just being able to just go out and just enjoy life without having to wear a mask all the time or without having to be so worried about who you're next to or who they've been around and those type of things. The things that we took for granted when things weren't this way, you know, I think I'm going to just appreciate things a lot more and a lot better, just life in general.
0: Um, so that's actually going to wrap up our, our interview with you, Jason. So thanks so much again for joining us. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help Co19 Relief push the because they their about on Instagram. And comment, follow, drop a like on our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Thanks a lot, Jason. Have a great day, and stay safe.
2: I appreciate it, guys, and uh, continue to success. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the
0: next episode. Peace.